Good morning, everyone. Waking up to football. Best way to wake up. Tough podcast is brought to you by Pro Noya CBD on Instagram. Use tough to get 20% off your first purchase. And I'm telling you, like, I put this on my big ass forehead yesterday. No headache. Uh, my elbow was kind of tweaking. My back was tweaking earlier. I put this on. It really does help on uh, their Instagram. They show these cool exercises and little snacks. They have a lot of good products. Go ahead and follow them. P-R-O-N-O-I-A CBD on Instagram. I'll say that one more time for you like me. I, I The first time I never hear P-R-O-N-O-I-A CBD on Instagram. Tough for 20% off your first purchase. Good morning, Lucas. <laughs> good morning, bro, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, probably not the greatest week. My Atlanta Falcon take did not age well. So uh, I definitely want to not at all give up all hope on the Falcons. The only hope I have is Cardell Patterson, maybe Kyle Pitts. But I think now I'm officially over Matty Ice. Um, you could probably do a compilation of how much times I said that throughout the year and last year. Uh, I think, you know, it's like going back to that toxic X and that's what it is. Matty Ice is my toxic X. I keep on going back to it and I just need to move on. And this is me moving on. Um, if I come back next week, don't be surprised though. But yeah, I'm over Matt Ryan. Yeah, I mean, four teams, one, two, yeah, four teams that got over 40 points this past weekend, and another set of upsets. I think like, a couple of upsets for sure. I told you it's a week of upsets. I just picked the wrong ones. Yeah, started with the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, uh, that yeah. one was. And then the I, Washington I remember football when I team. talked about it. I remember when I talked about it. I, the two games that I talked about that I mentioned to you guys, you guys go back in the podcast. I was like, Washington Buccaneers, you think Washington have a chance? And I was thinking they you could. You did say that. Yeah, and you they did. Guys shot me down. And then uh, the Lions. The Niners. Was, and oh, the Niners, the Lions, I was kind of like, oh, you guys shot me down with that one. Honestly, inside, I was like, I should have been on the Washington. And I, the Lions, well, if you bet on them, you would have lost because they tied. But a lot of Unless you did the spread. Unless you did the spread, yeah. But, uh, well, I was going to ask you guys a question, and it sucks Brad's not here, but, like, last week and this week, do you guys think that the NFL is at a point where there's, like, so much talent in the league that the margin for victory is just a lot more smaller? Because I know that there have been games in the past and throughout Hall of Football where, like, you know, the underdog has won, but it feels like this past couple weeks especially, like, this has changed significantly. Like, sometimes – Players like Josh Allen on the Jaguars could go off. And, I mean, it's all about matchups and then schemes. And sometimes you just scheme properly. Like, for example, the, the Raiders did not get out of cover three at all. And that's the easiest defense for the Chiefs to pick apart. But at the same time, like, do you think there's enough talent in the NFL to where it's getting to the point where there's not really bad teams? Like, the worst team in the NFL right now is the Lions. But this version of the Lions will beat past versions of, of winless teams. Don't you think? I think what it is is it's, it's I think social media plays a big part in how we perceive teams to be and how because COVID kind of hit us weird. So we think the teams that were good pre-COVID and during COVID are still good today when that's not the case. I think we're stuck in our head like, oh, um, for example, like the Lions are bad, right? Lions are bad. Record shows they're bad, but they are a competitive team. They're not they're not laying down every time. They they've been in games. And like I think we gotta remember, like these dudes are athletes. You know, these guys are pro players, these are pro coaches, these are guys who've been in the league for a while. So like I think it's just us like like the Chiefs, it was so weird seeing them do bad. 
and uh, like we keep on lying to ourselves. A lot of people were like, "Oh, the Chiefs are going to bounce back. The Chiefs are going to bounce back." It took them like four or five weeks for them to finally actually like, bounce back, and now, now we think they're back to normal. You know, so like I think it's like our past. Like, oh no, they're they're still good. They're still good. Like Washington football team, it took a while for their defense to hit, but like we're like we gave up on the Washington football team the first seven weeks. So, like, you know, we have this predetermined um, idea or thought on these these teams. And they just overwhelm us on how what the, the teams are currently doing. I think that's what it is for me. Like I said in the last podcast, like, oh, I don't feel like I know football, but I think we need just to look at the team at what they are right now and try to diagnose, diagnose them how they are now. And it's kind of hard to do because everything's hot and cold right now. So that's how I feel about that. Okay. Okay. I think that, but. I just think that teams are getting more talented. Like I think that too. Yeah, I mean these these kids in college are just getting better. I mean, yeah, look at Jamar Chase Even- for instance, Najee Harris. Like mm-hmm. amazing prospects are coming in every single year, and they're not even drafted in the first round. Some are in the third, fourth. Terry McLaurin was a third round draft pick. Some are getting undrafted. So like honestly, I think the talent is getting better. Social media, I think, has a big part to do with a lot of things. Uh, scouting, you know, a lot of these small colleges were not even on the map on tv now they're they're getting shown on tv so like more exposure leads to more prospects getting picked up and all that stuff it's like a chain reaction but uh yeah that that's just true like these guys are getting better and better by the by the game it looks like yeah honestly and it just happens at the most random times we'll see if it happens more often because like i said it, it it, it's happened in the past where underdogs have beaten the heavy favorites, but it, I don't know. It was just a couple of weird weeks. I don't know if this will continue. It's been a weird season. Yeah, it really has been. Um, I think it's just we're just so excited for football. Like we kind of get ahead of ourselves on things. Like we thought the Ravens were going to destroy the 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 Dolphins, right? And the Dolphins yeah. come and they pretty much ran cover zero on nine yeah. percent of their plays. And dismantled Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, that dude is the most competitive dude in the NFL. He was screaming at everyone. They couldn't get nothing done. And the Dolphins, they had two quarterbacks. And that mediocre Brissett, I, Brian Flores is like, hey, you're sitting. Yeah. He was going to go out. And he's like, no, nah, come back to it. Get in with his broken wrist and his hip. Like, he still got it done. And, like, that's the thing. Like, they under, I think underestimating teams right off the bat, puts you at a disadvantage. I think you got to go every single week as, okay, these guys are as good as us. We can't we, we can't get it in our heads that we're better than them because things like this will happen. It happened last week and happened this week too. I think that game was crazy because uh, you could just see the defense on the Baltimore side get really, really tired. And one of the things that they were saying was like they just came off of a crazy um, overtime victory against the Vikings and they had so many snaps played. The fact that it just looked like it was a short week and, and uh, they just looked a lot tired like that. They were wear, wore down way more than Miami was um, and all the sides of the front. And, yeah, they didn't look good on offense. They couldn't handle the pressure. And Lamar dropped back for 26 for 43. Um, that's like almost 50% right there. That's not good at all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, this team just looked really different. I thought they were going to be able to run the ball, and they didn't. And Rashad Bateman had a good game, though, and I think Rashad Bateman is starting to get into his zone. But that's really the only bright spot. I mean, they, they couldn't move on offense. And that's their strength and bread and butter. And they couldn't really do enough on defense to keep it, um, you know, competitive. So, you know, it loses to a Miami team. And these Thursday night games are so 
so weird. It's so so damn weird. I think the biggest uh, biggest story, like you said, is Tua. Um, the fact that he he didn't start and he went in eventually. That's a head scratcher, and I think that uh, you know, I think it's safe to say he's he's done. I mean, the fact that he's always in the not he, but the Dolphins are always in the trade talks for Deshaun Watson and this draft you class. Think Tua's done. Yeah, I mean, I think that he's well, he's, he's going to be starting next week. I mean, but as far as franchise quarterback goes, I feel like oh, that, yeah. uh, you know, they don't feel the same way. Yeah, and breaking news, I don't know if you've seen this morning, the Ravens let go of Le'Veon Bell. They cut him. Right. I hope the Chargers get him. Shoot, I'll, I'll take that That's in a That's a bruising guy you're talking about. He had 83 yards and two touchdowns. A little bit of a mystery for me. Yeah, I, yes, uh, yes. Literally, he's scratching my head about this. Uh, I don't know why. I didn't see why he just put on Instagram, you know, deuces up. Thank you for the opportunity type posts and shit. And I was like, he was doing pretty good. I mean, it was kind of like reincarnating his his uh, his career there. And I really thought he would be like, all right, they, they've been having all these woes with all these runner backs. And they finally got, you know, Le'Veon Bell, who looks weird in a Raven outfit, but he got it done. It, it was really head scratching. So, yeah, if the Chargers pick him up, that'd be amazing. But yeah, you, you, you see our boy uh Holland, J- Javion Holland. Oh, yeah, Javon Holland, bro. I haven't heard his name a lot, but I yes. heard his name a lot, and he was getting in on the blitzes. Uh, that was our uh top safety prospect from Oregon that we liked a lot. That and more rig, more rig went to the Raiders. I, I, I watch Raider games, so I kind of see him. I'm but, surprised uh, that the Dolphins don't blitz a lot more like this because yeah, they obviously they really obviously effective. have the uh the talent in the back end with Byron Jones, Xavier Howard, and, and Javon Holland now and and that's a big three in the back that'll just have enough time to play man to man and and, and give you guys time to get to the quarterback. So I'm surprised that this is like the first time we've seen something like this all year. Because it this was probably what they were probably trying to do, uh recreate from last year, uh especially with all those guys leaving in free agency. So Definitely a head scratcher to see that they they have this in them to do it against a good team. I mean, three and seven though they're their way out of it. Yeah, never never been on Thursday games. I told I told my boss that my chef. He's like, I'm thinking to just take it, taking 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 the underdogs in this one. Too. I don't even know. This was Thursday like the games. only Thursday game that wasn't really too competitive. It's the only mm, one. The, the Colts one, Colts and Jets was pretty bad. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. But all the other ones been like overtime. Close. Well, the, the Jets kept it close towards the end, but this one I think was less competitive than that. Baltimore just looked really bad. So, yeah, I mean, Le'Veon Bell cut. Don't know why. See where he lands. I think he could definitely get a starting job somewhere. Um, here we go with more upset. Let's go with last night's game. Uh, are the Ravens are the Ravens the Rams frauds? I mean, seven and a three. I said it was a divisional game, so I did say it'll keep get close. This is another game. I was like. Hey, the 49ers, I mean, Debo Samuel is the second-best wide receiver in the league right now. And, uh, I mean, they got runner backs on yeah. runner backs on runner backs, and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo only missed four passes. Looking pretty solid. Blew out the Rams, the OBJ curse. Von Miller was tired. My boy was tired. He had the, the whole thing, you know, in airplanes when you're about to get in the crash and you got to with the bag and the uh, – my boy was tired. But – are the rave are are the Rams frauds here? It's my biggest question to you. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm feeling like a little bit concerned because this offense two weeks in a row seems to be stalling. Stafford with another two pick game. One of them wasn't his fault. It went right through the receiver's hands and then it bounced into the defender. So I'm not, I'll give him credit there. But like it's it's just a bad game. I mean, yeah, Cooper Cup still going off, but 
Tyler Higby's only one with a touchdown, and it felt like they couldn't move the ball at all, all game. And it was very concerning. San Francisco looked like the better team. They looked like the team that was that was headed to the playoffs and leading the division. And, um, yeah, everything went going for them. They once had a 100-yard hundred yard rusher with Elijah Mitchell. They got George Kittle going early. He was the first touchdown. And then, I don't know, I think that maybe sparked a little bit of things. I didn't realize how good Debo Samuel was doing on the year. So quiet, mostly because yeah. San Francisco is 4-5 and five right now. But, I mean, they completely dismantled the Rams, a good Rams team. Got him one. I was just wondering, like, you know, is Von Miller cursed? Is OBJ cursed? Like, they bring in that. I don't know. Like, it just feels like that. It was like that one player, uh, I think it's a KO Spikes, who, like, just can't make the playoffs for the Bengals, and he went to the Chargers, and the Chargers never made the playoffs with him. Like, I've ever heard I, of him. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it could be, but this is just a really bad beatdown. San Francisco has McVay's number. Um, so, it, patterns and trends that continue. But, like, where's this been all year? Another another team where, like, where's this offensive performance been all year? I'm glad that it happened. Um, Garoppolo had a really clean game. And getting George Kittle involved in Debo, like, this sounds this sounds great. And Ayuk's back in the mix of the top three. Like, this is what, what they were winning with last year. So, San Francisco at four and five. They can make a push for the for a, a wild card, maybe the seventh seed. Keep playing like this. Who knows? But, yeah, I think the Rams – they definitely have concerns here, man. They definitely do. Yeah, super crucial loss for the Rams because it's a visional loss. Cardinals are still in the mix. That's the next game I'm going to go to. But last thoughts on this game. It's just like, this is, like I said, these guys are professionals. You cannot underestimate these guys. Like, I'll give you a quick example. You remember Brian Scalabrini, the White mm-hmm. Mamba? Everyone's talking mad. Who could forget? Who, for, who could forget? Why? Who could forget? Well, okay, people, I'm surprised. <laughs> well, at your age... You're, you're, we love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people, maybe a little younger, might not. Brian Scalabrini was a power forward slash center that played for the Celtics. They called him the White Mamba. Kind of looks like Michael Rappaport, but is a Mac and Rappaport. I always mix those two up. So Scalabrini, he would get trolled all the time. I could beat you one-on-one. He started this thing where he'll play one-on-one basketball players, and he just destroy them. Like, the fan to pro difference is insane. So I, I'm just, I'm just trying to prove to y'all like these guys are athletes. Like, yeah, the Lions are bad or the, the 49ers are bad, but they'll sometimes they'll just do better than the other athlete, you know. And that's all it is. And this is a visual game. And Shanahan got McVay in his pocket. So I just think it's divisional games are a lot closer than you think. I, I'm, I'm probably gonna call more upset during divisional games. Moving on. Yeah. To the- well, just last thoughts on it. I mean, oh, yeah. when you have the running game, when you have the running game going, like it was. Last night for San Francisco, you don't need Garoppolo to do too much. I mean, he only threw it 19 times, and then that's a recipe for success. So um, I, I'm very excited to see what the San Francisco team could do now. I got This is like a big win. Like a, This could be a turnaround win, turn point for their season. Talk about a turnaround win. You called it, and I'm pretty convinced the Panthers could be led to the playoffs behind Cam Newton. Sitting at 5-5 five and five right now. And, and the Cardinals lost when they turned to 8-2. Cardinals got a bad break. Cole McCoy was in. Then he got injured. Chris uh, Striv- Strivier came in, and it was just not looking good for anyone. Christian Kirk was the lean receiver with 58 yards. But my boy Cam Newton came in. First play, ran in for a touchdown. First pass, threw it for a touchdown. Um, Christian McCaffrey, 13 carries, 10 catches, over 150 yards. Getting back to uh, what he's used to. And Roby Anderson. Roby Anderson with a touchdown. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we both said it. Cam Newton's going to re- reincarnate Roby Anderson, bro. Like, 
I was so happy. I don't have him on my league. He's probably a free agent in 90% of the leagues now because he got dropped. Can yeah. Cam Newton – why well, don't I ask you this question because you're the one who told me. I think they can lead him to a wild card. And, like, he's bringing on this leadership. He took his helmet on and said, I'm back. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just yeah, me too. Him, yeah. He's so wholesome. I said, I, I want this dude to thrive. I got. I'm, I didn't hate Cam Newton. Never really did. He had a bad – a bad – uh rap in the Patriots he just had a didn't know COVID and then like he got then he got COVID and then like didn't have the playbook I just didn't think he fit I talked a lot of shit but he had some career games there uh throwing for like 400 plus yards I think against Seattle where uh they almost won but they passed out the one which was ironic because Seattle you know, you know, the Super Bowl whatever uh but Cam Newton man I think he's gonna there I think they're moving forward him uh forward as him as the starter which well, I think it says that uh, they're they're practicing and hoping that he could be the starter for this week. So, um, watch the football team coming to town. That's gonna be another huge one. Which but is yeah, cool because Ron Rivera, right? Yeah. So I think it's gonna be wholesome. Everything Ron Rivera been through, everything Cam Newton been through, everything the organization of Washington football team gone through. So I think it's gonna be. I'm probably I'm gonna want to watch this game like more than any other yes. game. This is like the best game this coming next week. What are the best games of the se- of the year because of 